In today's episode, I'm with Emma, our copywriting specialist, and we're going to be chatting about all things copywriting. Hi, Emma. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So um, I'm here today with Emma, and we're going to be talking about the importance of hiring a good copywriter and how it can really take your content to the next level. So Emma, do you want to give us a little bit about your background and tell us about yourself? Yeah, so um, I've been copywriting now for about 14 years, I think. Um, So I started out when I was 16 writing radio commercials and corporate content. Um, And in the last sort of 14 years, I've expanded that out into marketing videos, marketing materials, social media, blogs and online. So basically then when the digital revolution hit, you just took what you already know and adapted it. Exactly, yeah. I think, you know, when I was a kid, I used to dream of being an author. I used to make little fake books with my family and and write stories about witches and wizards and and all these wonderful things. Uh, And that was the dream then, to be an author. But obviously life's changed a lot since then and maybe I will be an author one day um but you know the main thing now is definitely online isn't it and digital and that's where my income comes from for sure so um, I may not be an author in the traditional sense but I'd like to think I've I've achieved that in some way yeah you've wrote lots of mini little books I think and um passed off a lot of nuggets of wisdom in in different mediums I said I guess yeah definitely so um, as long as it's creative I always wanted to do a job that was creative and this is definitely that so I managed to a lot of people say they you know they struggle with creativity they know what they want to say but they don't necessarily know how to say it Um, and that's my job then I can do that for them so um, in terms of copywriting and content creation um can you go into a little bit of the um, details and about like taking that creativity and using it to showcase your business professionally? Yeah, so I mean, one thing I like to say to people when I'm, I'm working with them is, you know, let's say you run um, an ice cream shop. You might be an expert on how to make the most amazing salted caramel ice cream or something like that. I have no idea how to do that. I will hold my hands up. I don't know what I'm doing with that sort of thing, but I do know how to help you sell that product. So, um, and it's that's okay. You know, we all have our own expertise, and I think sometimes it can be quite difficult to let go for a business. You know, they they've worked really hard on it. They've put their heart and soul in it to, for years and years. Uh, it's quite difficult to hand that over to somebody else and say, "You write my web content for me." Um, because you know it's your little baby and I think I would be the same but if you can do that and relinquish that control a little bit um, when it comes to the content on your website then you're going to make your business come across so much more professionally because it's professionally written by someone who knows just as much about writing as you know about how to make amazing ice cream and I think that's what I like to say to people you're the expert in your industry I'm the expert or we're the experts in marketing we're the experts in how to make that come across as brilliantly as possible. And I think that's really, really important to know um, when you're, you know, coming into your copywriting for your website or your, you know, your leaflets or your blogs or even your social media, even those little posts that you might put on on a Monday or a Saturday, they might be only, you know, 100 characters long, but it's really important. And I think in a way as well, I think you can really tell the difference between businesses that do it themselves and ones that have sought expertise in that area. Yeah, definitely. And I think as um, I think as well from like things that I've done in the past with like content writing and copywriting, almost sometimes when people have their own businesses, they're so tunnel vision on what they want to achieve that they actually like forget sometimes to look at the bigger picture. And then you can bring somebody in with like fresh ideas like yourself and some of the clients that you work with with us. And um, because you're kind of 
away from their business you can kind of put their business into the wider context of everything that's going on in the world and then bring in different fresh insights and really inject a bit of life and like creativity into the copy that you write for the business definitely I think I definitely can see that as well because um you know when you like I say when you're when you have your own business it is your baby you live and breathe it you think about it all the time you've put all the work in you've blood, sweat and tears, it is really hard to take a step back and actually take a proper look at the situation it's in, where you are right now, where you want to be, and maybe look at it from the consumer's point of view or from somebody else's point of view. And just having somebody else there to, to take that look for you and help guide you in that way is quite invaluable in a way, I think. Yeah, I think so as well. And I think sometimes like it can be hard to look at something that you're so passionate and kind of emotionally involved with in such an objective way as well to actually sit down write the best the right write the best story like put the best structure to it um create the best like funnel through the content that you're trying to create for them it's all quite technical and if you're not that technically minded and you don't think in that way it can be difficult to get your point across in a way that actually does optimize your copy exactly and i think and i think it can sometimes, um, you know, um, undervalued a little bit how important the written word is because, you know, we all write every day. We, we text our friends, we write on social media, we all, you know, write to-do lists all the time. So we're all very good at writing. We know what we think we know what we're doing with it. But actually, when it comes to writing for a marketing purpose or for a business purpose, that's a whole new kettle of fish. And I think it can be undervalued a little bit how important it is to get it right. Um, and I think, you know, especially when it comes to social media and things like that, one of, one of my pet hates is seeing sort of grammatical errors on things that yeah. businesses have done. Uh, and I know it's really picky and I shouldn't, be, I shouldn't be like that. But one of my things is, you know, if you're, if you're not able to write something grammatically correct on your social media, what else aren't you doing right? And I think that's, that's quite a mean way to look at it, actually, because they might not be an expert in writing. You know, that's not their job. Their job is to make caramel ice cream or whatever it might yeah. be you tell I'm thinking about ice cream this morning <laughs> yeah. I put it on my mind um yeah so I think that's one of the things and I think you know it can it be easily you can easily misrepresent your business and misrepresent your expertise in a particular area whatever industry you're in by poorly written content whereas I think if you trust somebody else to do that for you you'll then show that you're you are you're experts in what you're talking about you know what you're doing and people can trust you yeah, definitely. And I think as well, like, um, we'll probably get onto this a little bit later into the podcast and how you can kind of like take the copy and make it into like different things. But um, one of my biggest bugbears while we're sharing these, <laughs> Emma, is um, companies that use social media like it's a billboard post. Like, there's no engagement, it's just not fun to read. It's literally like, we sell salted sa- caramel ice cream, the best in the UK. Go to our website and order yours. Mm. It's like, okay. <laughs> why <laughs> yeah exactly and I think this is this is where you know social media can really play a massive part in your business whether you invest in it heavily or you you know you do it yourself or, or you just do it every so often every single post is an opportunity to really sell your business and create some engagement we can you know you can ask people what their favorite flavor is or what their favorite topping is or yeah. you know start creating that engagement and that conversation around around your product or around your business and service um, and I think if you can appreciate that in a, on a deeper level, then you're making the most of it. And I think that's where some businesses kind of feel like social media is a bit of a waste of time. And, uh, and so many businesses I work with say, oh, I don't really do that. I d- I'm not on Facebook. I don't really care for it. You know, and that, yeah. fa- you know, fair enough personally, if that's your, if that's how you want to be. But this is a platform that can really create so much engagement for a business if done right. I think sometimes yeah. people, 
you know, sometimes it is worse to do it if you're going to do it wrong. Um, <laughs> but if you're going to do it right, then there's so much opportunity out there for every type of business as well, not just business to consumer, for businesses to businesses as well. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think um, coming down then onto, um, I guess, why you need quality writing in all areas of your marketing, um, a lot of that comes down to um, the goals, really, of the business, then incorporating that into a marketing strategy. Once you've got your marketing strategy in place, what tactics are you going to use? What channels do you want to presence on? What What is your tone of voice on those like platforms as well? Yeah, and I think one of the th- things that a lot of businesses do, you know, and, and this is very understandable, you know, if you're working on it every day, it's easy to get bogged down in the day-to-day. But if you can really take some time to take a step back and have a look at your business, where it's at right now, what channels are you using, if any, um, and what you actually want to achieve. Because if you, want, if you are a business-to-consumer, let's say, then maybe Instagram and Facebook are more for you. If you're business-to-business, maybe you need to look into LinkedIn and how that can benefit your business. Um, but they've all got benefits in it always, whatever industry you're in. Um, but I think there's no point doing any... Well, as we know, there's no point doing any marketing unless you know where you're at right now and where you want to be so we can understand the path to get there. Um, and I think that's where understanding these goals is so important because then it really dictates the style of writing that you go for um, and the style of content that we create from that. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that there. And I think um, when you start looking at goals and um, how you want to engage people, like I know companies that use LinkedIn for like lead generation and just like kind of some news updates, they've got a split strategy. So they've got the business page, which just pumps out the news and any new kind of like wins or big announcements and then it's more personal on the people that work in them and I think that's probably my favorite strategy for LinkedIn and then um, Facebook is just community-led and um, then you've got the same company with the same ethos and the same kind of brand values but they sound completely different on different platforms because people expect different things from different platforms and thinking about your customer journey and where they're actually going to be engaging with you and what they expect to see from those platforms really does tie into this a lot yeah and I think that's one of the things I always say to people as well with the style of writing this is where it's really important to kind of understand the writing style um, because how you write or even how you talk in conversation if you're having a conversation with a very important high profile corporate client you talk to them in a different way than you talk to your sister or your mum or your mate down the pub when we can do that again um so it's one of those things that um you know understanding how you know the conversational tone the style of language that you use the length of sentences that you use the punctuation that you use all these little things that you know we learned back in school kind of the style of writing really come into play here and I think it can be underestimated how important those are you know whether you use exclamation marks in something to make it sound more exciting you might not want to do that if you're having a bit more of a a serious more corporate tone in your style um but eat like you say even the same business can use a different style of writing for different channels depending on their goal for that channel and who they're talking to um and I, like i say i think that can always be really underestimated by a lot of people the style of writing because you can be so creative there are no bounds with any of this you can be as creative as you want or as serious as you want or as funny as you want even um and understanding how to get that across with the right sort of writing and the tone um is really important no i completely agree and i think um in terms of the style and the more I guess going into the more technicalities of it I um, remember when I first started working in marketing my first ever role was as a content marketing exec 
and um, I remember doing a course and one of the things that really shocked me was um, this stat where it says that most people in the UK have the average reading age of a 12-year-old. Yeah, and I think that's it's quite shocking, I think, when you think about that. And I think everyone listening will probably think, well, that's not me. <laughs> yeah. But in a way, and I think even more so now probably with social media because it's quite rare for someone to really sit down and take in language like we maybe used to years ago unless you're an avid reader let's say like I love reading so I'll I'll sit for hours and read a book and get lost in a book but (laughs) I also I'm also on the other end of the spectrum where I I, I do sit on Facebook and scroll through really quickly and just read things really really quickly yeah Um, and I think that is really important to remember as well you know we need to catch people's attention with all of our marketing so much noise out there now there is yeah and there's there's so much choice for everybody no matter what you do um, so being able to write in a way that's going to capture people's attention um, instantly and keep them yeah. hooked and then convert them, that's a really long journey we need to take them on, but within the space of a few seconds. <laughs> yeah, and I think as well, like kind of creating like a subplot for all of your content as well, because you've also got that stat where it takes like six to eight touch points to actually take someone from like a first immersion with your brand full like through to a conversion when you actually drill down into that sometimes it can take two sometimes it can take up to 12 it's just like that persistence so also consistency in message is key like you can't be seen to have like a disparate social media channel and then you land on a blog that's written in a completely different way and then you go to the website from the blog and that's written in a completely different way like it all has to be like incredibly holistic and go all the way through absolutely and this is where I kind of like to take clients when I when I work with it especially a new client um kind of understand their business it kind of goes on on to my next point I was going to make I guess but um I always say to people it's a bit of a weird question but if your business was a a famous person who would Mm. it be so let's think of a celebrity you know maybe your business is um Joanna Lumley or something you know quite high class quite high profile quite sophisticated and smooth then that is a type of language that you would use in, in your all of your content. You, like you say, you don't yeah. want to see their, their Facebook page and it's quite wacky and weird and wonderful and, and crazy. Then you click through to their website and it's very corporate, very serious and very sort of downbeat, I guess, and very sensible. Yeah. Um, so understanding this umbrella of personality within your business is really, really important. I even go as far as to maybe have a checklist for um, clients to say, you know, what kind of personality does your business have? Yeah. Is it quite cool and, and sophisticated and calm? Or is it quite wacky and quirky and weird and wonderful and mysterious? And all <laughs> yeah. of these things, these kind of adjectives really, really help me to understand what kind of person your business is, if it yeah. was a living, breathing person, and how they would talk. Um, and that makes a massive difference. I think, you know, it's quite a weird question for people to consider, but if you can take a step back and look at your business and understand what kind of personality it has, yeah. that can then really help, like you say, to create this umbrella of style to then reflect within each channel that you're using. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, if you, bit of an abstract um, kind of, example here but like when you're thinking of like tv cooks and stuff like the way that they use language i'm only thinking of this because um i studied english at university (laughs) and this is one thing that we looked at um like you've got nigella which is really sensuous and um, kind of subtle and um, quite quite sexy in the way Mm. that she portrays cooking and then you've got like jamie oliver who's just like a whiz 
bang, like <laughs> bosh. And it's kind of like really short, sharp, snappy, which lends really well to his 15 minute meals. And then when you actually start to think about all of these things and he's like very high energy, like da 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 da. And um, then it alludes to his brand. It's like making cooking quick, simple and um, easy for the family. Whereas Nigella is like really um, sensuous, like treat yourself and um, take a break for you. Like she goes down to the fridge at like 12 o'clock at <laughs> night and just like really has like a nice moment to herself of yeah. a brownie or something. Like we all do. Don't we all do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, it's just like when you actually look at it and think about the language that they use, it just adds to that personality and that feel that you get for something. And then when we think about a brand, Obviously, you've got like the rational elements like of a brand, like it's it's either quick or simple or it like solves a pain point. But we don't buy because of rationality. We buy because of emotion. And I think language really does drive that emotion. Mm. And I think, like you say, with with the personalities there, like Jamie Oliver and, and Nigella, for instance, they're really good examples because be under no illusion that that is, and that, you know, it, it is their personality, it is their natural personality, but there is a reason that they're like that they've 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 yeah. honed that brand they know exactly what they're doing you know Nigella knows that she's this sensuous kind of sexy character and she plays up <laughs> yeah. that even more now um, and that gets even more extreme as time goes on <laughs> and I think you know we, we, we again we can underestimate you know how worked on that brand is you know that will you know even just the, you know the lighting in the in the programs that she's yeah. got but the words that she's using have been specifically written for her by a professional writer you know the con the content is her and, and I'm sure the recipes are her and that kind of thing but the things she says as she's cooking they will have been guided by a writer a professional writer she yeah. is a professional cook that's her job she's great at that but a writer will have told her what to say in those scripts because they are they are professionals at that and yeah. that's how it works and they help her sell her brand with their writing and I think that's where you know, all of this comes into play. You know, she has then worked with somebody. She's she's an expert in cooking. They're an expert in writing. They work together to create this brilliant brand that we think is all her, and it's not. No. Um, and it's the same with Jamie Oliver. You know, he's very kind of onomatopoeic with his, his stuff. Like you say, it's all whiz, pop, bang, that kind of thing. Really energetic, really yeah. high energy. And he knows that that will appeal to his audience and that brand really builds from that. And I think that's really important. Um, and I think, like you say, that personality then comes into play with every business, you know, whether you're a famous chef or whether you make salted caramel ice cream <laughs> or whether you're a solicitor even, or it yeah. doesn't matter what industry you're in, your business does have a personality. It's just about finding what it is and then using the language within that to um, to sell your brand or sell your service. And like you say, it's the emotion that is really, really, really important. When I'm writing for clients, particularly if I'm writing a commercial, for instance, for radio or, or for a promotional film, what my main sort of question is to people, obviously we want them to buy at the end or, or call or, or make an inquiry, but how do we want them to feel? Yeah. Um, so do you want someone to feel nervous, you know, that if they don't come to you, something terrible might happen or they might be missing out? Do we want them to feel really excited that, yeah. oh my gosh, I can't miss this opportunity, I can't wait? You know, we need to understand what emotion we want them to feel because emotion evokes reaction that's mm. like the main thing I say to clients that if you're going to make someone feel something they will react to it um and a, I mean obviously a great example for this is the classic sort of John Lewis advert yeah um that we all know and love at Christmas now they are masters at making us feel a certain way usually making us cry <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you know and one of the most brilliant things with that is 
they don't even sell anything in particular in those adverts. I, d- no. I can't even remember what they were selling in the last advert. I just remember I watched it and you, you really feel something. And that's really, really, really important with not just adverts, but any marketing. You want people to feel a certain way when they read your stuff or when they see your stuff because that will cause them to react. Yeah, definitely. And I think as well, like um, I was reading this book and it's basically about like the limbic system in the brain and um, our oldest part of the brain is so emotion led. And um, what we do is we um, we feel a pull towards something because of that emotion, but we don't necessarily realize it's happening because our emotional circuit just like goes straight into what we want. And then what we do subconsciously is then start rationalizing all of these things that we want. So, for example, I've just bought a Peloton bike, which is ex- like it's it was such an extravagant buy for me. <laughs> if anyone knows me, I don't really like spend a lot of money on anything. But um, I just really wanted one. Could I explain why I wanted one? Like, I actually don't know why I wanted one. But then when I was, like, rationalizing it in my head, it was like, oh, well, it's going to help me be healthy. I'll save so much time because I live in the middle of nowhere and I won't need to go to the gym. And I still get that sense of community that I've really missed because of the lockdown and everything. So I can't tell you what actually made me buy one. Like, I'm still questioning it now because, like, looking (laughs) at my bank account and my savings after that money went out just made me want to cry. (laughs) But um, in my head, like, I built up this, like, mental case about, like, why I've I've bought it. I've rationalised it to myself. Like, I actually can't tell you why I bought one, but it's just such a weird, like, that's another example of, I guess, I felt like I emotionally needed one. Exactly. And that, that, like (laughs) you say, I think that... You, even though you didn't realize it that's what you were f- you were feeling you know, like you say you you know you've you've missed that community so you were feeling slightly lonely and you might not even realize that you were until yeah. you made this purchase and that's what we're trying to do with any any marketing or any writing that we're using we're trying to make people feel a certain way even if they don't realize that they feel that way um, and that's when they then realize they need your product or service to make, solve that problem within them um, and I think that's really important and I think I love the idea of being able to have this power and control over people's emotions as well <laughs> you know it's quite a power isn't it yeah it's a bit scary you just kind of want to like use it for good and not do like a Daenerys off a game of Thrones <laughs> where you just completely flip and burn everyone yeah exactly yeah, <laughs> don't want that don't want that do we but no but I think and I, I, that's what I love I mean, like I say I'm, I'm quite an avid reader um, and I love um, getting lost in a book and I yeah. think you know if you are a reader yourself you can really understand the power of language when I'm reading I have absolutely no idea what's going on around me. I'm totally lost in the book. I'm in my mind. I can see, I can really, really see perfectly how this book looks, how this world looks, how this character looks and acts. And I think that just shows the power of the written word. All they are is words on a page and I can make a whole world out of it. Like Game of Thrones or let's say Harry Potter or something like that. If you you read those books, even if you've never seen the films, probably even more so if you've never seen the films, you can create this amazing world within your mind just from the written word. And I think that is just so utterly powerful. And even with a sentence or a short paragraph or a, a 500 to 1,000 word blog post, you can take people on such an amazing journey emotionally and mentally just from sitting at their desk or scrolling through their phone on the toilet or whatever it might be um, just with those words. And that's where, you know, that's where my love for the written word will just never end because there's no bounds to it really. It's brilliant. No, I completely agree, and I think, um, so one of my favourite um, things to do when I was younger was to, um, like, save all my pocket money and go and buy, like, a Cosmopolitan, because <laughs> I used to have um, 
really, really nice, like long double page spread features. Mm. And one thing that I was ranting about the other day was, um, I guess now looking back, the features aren't as long and it's completely changed. And it's like started now, even though it's like a physical magazine that I get every, like a subscription to every year, it's completely changed. And now it just feels like I'm reading something online. Mm. And then you actually go online and their online features are longer than what they are in the magazine and it's like our reading styles have changed so much massively I think that one of my things was you know when Kindles first came out I remember saying like oh I'll never get one of those like I love a proper (laughs) book and I love the smell of a book and a feel of a book and I remember I kind of looked down on people if they were reading a Kindle I'd be like oh look at them not reading a proper book you know (laughs) but then my husband actually did buy me one and I love it and it's amazing because I can read you know different multiple books at the same time I can take it in my handbag with me wherever I go um and it's so funny how it does change but you know that love of the language is still the same it doesn't matter where and it's the same with marketing really it doesn't matter whether they're consuming it on a on a printed tangible piece of marketing material a leaflet or a booklet or a pamphlet or something yeah or they're consuming it on their phone screen you know that same goal is the same the how they're going to feel when they read it is exactly the same um, so it doesn't matter how they're consuming it, as long as they're consuming it and you're achieving the same thing out of it, um, that's still really important. Yeah, I think so too. And I think um, in terms then of um, understanding the consumer and how to appeal to them in writing, noticing this trend then that people are now starting to be more time sensitive, um, efficiency is such a huge thing, like because of the amount of noise that's out there, especially on digital platforms, everything now is commercialised and it's almost it's almost too much. So actually, getting cut through in this is um, it's really played like it's really kind of highlighted to me the important role that writing plays alongside other content formats, be that like video, mm. like written gifts, and um, kind of like how you can how you really need to use language in an effective way, but also not lose that creative edge over it because no one wants really dry stat-driven mar- like stat driven writing, even though that's almost kind of what everyone's calling for because of this like hustle productivity, like, oh, if it's going to take me more than 10 seconds to read, I don't, <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> and I think that's the thing with, and I think when it comes to the actual style of writing, this is where it's really, really important to work with a professional writer because one of the most annoying things, particularly if, if you're on something like Instagram or something, it's very easy to spot a fake. Yeah. Um, and it's very easy to spot somebody that's just clearly just advertising to you. And mm-hmm. I, nobody wants to be advertised to, even though we are all the time and we accept that and that's fine. Um, but I, I love anyone online that can kind of make me feel like they're being authentic. They genuinely believe in what they're talking about. Um, and I think this is where professional writing is so important because it's so easy to spot a fake yeah. and so easy to spot someone that's just blatantly trying to get you to spend money with them. Um, and I think that's where it's so important to really, really consider every single word that you're using online. And like you say, because there's so much noise out there, this is where you really have to carefully consider everything so sort of down to every letter and word, like I yeah. say. Um, because you're trying to cut above that noise, be authentic as possible, make them feel a certain way, all these things in one go, in one sentence or in one post. Um, but like I say, with the business, I, I try and get people to understand their business as if it was a living, breathing person um, so we can understand how they would act in a certain way. And it's the same when it comes to your consumer. You know, Everyone knows what their target market is. They all have done the research and this kind of thing. But if you can really understand what kind of person 
your target market is you know how old are they what do they like to do at the weekend what drink do they have when they go to a bar yeah. what's their favorite food what tv program do they like to watch what color clothes do they wear you know really really specific things about that person so you can really visualize them perfectly in your head you'll be able to then speak to them in a certain way that causes them to feel a certain way and again like that emotion that will then evoke a reaction from them so they spend with you um, but I think the most important thing with this consumer is being able to appreciate what's going to appeal to them in an authentic way um, and not in a fake way because we can all spot a fake online, I think. Yeah, no, that's a, that's one of my biggest bugbears and especially with like the rise of personal branding mm. and stuff now, you can tell the people that are actually kind of working and creating their own posts and those that have outsourced it to an agency. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess um, in terms of copywriting, um, what copywriting support um, do we offer in terms of what what would we use copywriting services for? Well, it's quite a I mean, it's quite a large area writing. It kind of covers all of our life, doesn't it? We, <laughs> yeah. we don't go a day without writing anything. So um, I think when it comes to working with clients, um, the, the best thing that I like to say to offer to clients is just the sort of full package, I guess, because like we said before, we need to make sure that there's an umbrella style an umbrella personality in there um, that covers all of their writing. But quite often, you know, clients just need a little bit more help with blogs, for instance, because they're quite um, a different kettle of fish, I suppose, to sort of social media type writing. Yeah. Um, it's It needs to be more in-depth and it needs to be more research in there. Uh, it needs to be a longer journey to keep them hooked all the way through. It needs to give somebody, you know, it needs to teach somebody something at the end of it. Yeah. Um, you know, they're quite complex sort of beings in themselves, really. So that's one area I do like to have sort of help clients a lot with. And I think clients do struggle a lot with that um, blog yeah. writing. Um, and even though, you know, some people feel like blogs may not necessarily be the most lucrative area of their website, they are so important to help with SEO. Yeah. Um, and they really show that, you know, you're constantly updating your website. You're constantly working on it. You're trying to give people extra above and beyond what they're paying you for yeah um you know so many of our clients you know love having a blog on their website because they can focus on different things each month and it creates a conversation like we said earlier you know we want people to engage in social media and creating a blog post around a certain subject or a certain maybe something that popped up in the news recently if you create a blog post about it get it onto your social media and start that conversation going they're really good starting points for a conversation yeah um and then we've got sort of the social media element again which some you know clients are very different they're either oh I do it all myself it's fine or oh I don't touch that with a barge pole and I think <laughs> yeah. you know it's kind of that's you know that's fine if you feel that way but really the best way to do that is to work with a marketing agency like us or a professional writer and kind of again understand your goals where your business is at now where it needs to be and how you can utilize social media to the best of its ability to really sell your business yeah, definitely. And I think um, one thing that I'd add into that as well is just email marketing. Mm. And this is so easy because um, with email marketing, just take some of your blog posts and you've already got content ready made that is going from an email that directs people to your website then from that. So anything that kind of takes people from another platform and directs them to your website, especially if you're a lead generation website or an e-commerce site where you're trying to get people onto your site in the hope that they will follow the journey through and either give you some data that you can capture so your sales team can get in touch or they actually go on to like buy a purchase just having that wider picture in mind like how am I going to drive people to my website and everything like that is just so important but this is why consistency and consistency in tone and messaging is important because if I read a social media post that is super engaging and 
exciting and makes me feel one thing and then I land onto a website and the blog is written in a slightly different tone and it's not exactly the same and it makes me feel something different and then when I've gone off the blog onto the home page and again it's written in a really different way and it evokes different feelings the only thing that I'm feeling is confused <laughs> like Definitely. yeah yeah I so, think so it doesn't help me with that like decision in fact it hinders it and it's doing your website and your sales journey a disservice yeah, and I think that, again, that's where this authenticity comes in. The more you can keep everything consistent in one go, the more authentic you'll come across uh, and the more people will believe in you and want to do business with you because people buy from people they like and businesses yeah. they like. Um, you know, whether you you know want to admit to that or not, you know, you're only going to buy from a business that you emotionally feel connected to and, and like their brand and like their style and like what they do and what they believe in. Um, you know, whether they're the cheapest or, or the best value or the best quality or not, you're still only going to buy from them if you really genuinely like them. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important to make sure that everything just all ties in together in d- under one umbrella. With the same about all marketing, isn't it? We want to make sure that everything has the same goal at the end. Yeah. Um, and un- sort of not underestimating the power of the written word within all of that um, is, uh, yeah, I'd say that's top of the agenda for me. Brilliant. Well, um, thank you very much for your time today, Emma. And um, I've really enjoyed this conversation. If anyone has any questions about copywriting or content creation, please do get in touch with us at hello at somarketing.com.